You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 131, featuring special guest Molly Haggerty, another favorite of mine on TikTok. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Barra, and welcome to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic, or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Don't forget that the theater industry is a business and it's all about branding and marketing. You can be the absolute best actor in the world, but if no one knows who you are and you don't know how to market yourself, what's the point? Learn how to easily define your brand and communicate it through websites, social media, headshots, resumes, postcards, and audition material by grabbing a copy of my ebook, Marketing 101 for Actors, an actor's guide to successful branding. Simply go to actoraesthetic.com shop to get your copy today. Well, hey, friends, thanks for joining me this week for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. It's Maggie, and we're going to continue the theme that we have going on here lately at the Actor Aesthetic Podcast all about TikTok. Today, we have another favorite of mine on the app, Molly Haggerty. Molly, known as Thoroughly Modern Molly on TikTok, has grown up training in musical theater and endured all of the oh-so-charming theater kid experiences that come along with it. Currently just 18 years old and wrapping up the college audition process, she can't wait to see what a life in this industry has in store. And we talk all about that today. TikTok, college auditions, theater kid nonsense, all of the fun things that y'all will find really helpful today. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy our chat. What a dream it is. I have been admiring you from afar for so long, and so many people have requested your presence today. So just really quick, just tell us a little bit about, don't you love this question? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, I know that you grew up, I did my research, I know you grew up in Maine. Yes, yes I, so I, I'm in Maine. Yes, we, we love Maine here. So <laughs> tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in theater. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I, I was born and raised in Bangor, Maine. And when I was little, nobody in my family is, like, artistically inclined in any way, shape, or form. Like, nobody in, like, on either side. So we don't really know where I came from. Um, when I was, like, four, this is the story I always tell. Apparently, I started, like, taking the condiment bottles at my kitchen table and doing, like, commercials with them. My parents were, like, really concerned. Like, okay, our child is strange. Like, um, I was already, like, in ballet. They're like, that's not cutting it. Like, she obviously needs some kind of outlet. Like, I don't know what to do with her. So they called the summer camp in the town over. It was, like, a one-week, like, run by high schoolers. Like, um, it's it's this little theater in the back of an antique shop. Like, it's literally, like, this, like, but it's, it's where I started everything. And, like, I have so many friends who started everything there. Um, and they called, and I was too young to do the camp, like, because I was four. And they were like, we need you to take her. Like, she literally has nothing to do every single mirror she's in front of she's like singing like we don't know what to do with her so the camp took like let me let let me take the one week camp and we did like a little cabaret at the end I'm pretty sure wait 
I can't even remember what I sang. I think I was in like a number, like I we did like Where Is Love from Oliver. Like I don't even know. Of course. <laughs> I was dirty, I was an orphan per usual. And then that was it. I was like, yeah, this sounds pretty good. Like I'm gonna be on Broadway. Like, what about it? And then like ever since then, like that's that's literally been my life. And I I never have considered doing anything else with it. I, I had a very early start. I think at some point, every single person has either played an orphan or a townsperson. Correct oh, me if absolutely. I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. I've done Annie three times. No. no. Three times. Three times. Yep. Three also, times too many. Three times too many. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, okay. So I imagine then you just, you literally are just finishing your college audition process. Just wrap it up. Yep. And lots of people who listen to the podcast are somewhere around your age who are either planning on auditioning for colleges or um, are in the thick of it. So tell me all of the stuff. Like, I want to know, I want to know what your prep process was like, like when you actually started applying to these schools, some of your like best stories from it. I want to know it all. Obviously, it's, this is a very daunting process. Anybody mm-hmm. who has grown up in theater knows that like, it's not like a regular application process. It's like more than double the work, more than double the stress, like, you know, so I knew going into it and I've had like a lot of anxiety surrounding it since I was like very young, like seventh Mm. grade, because once again, like I've always known that this is what I wanted to pursue. And and there was never like a doubt, never did I like never a doubt about it. Um, and so I'm not going to lie, like going into it, like I was petrified like before mm-hmm. anything had even begun and so I ended up doing a college coaching program I do MTCA musical theater college editions um which was a really really big help I started touring schools oh my god I mean my parents kind of knew even though they never had had a kid who'd done anything similar to this because I do have two older siblings who've done this process before like the, the regular college application process yeah. they knew that it was huge and daunting and were terrified as well um so <laughs> They, like, I started touring schools, I want to say, like, summer going into junior year, but I was so, like, I was terrified. Like, I couldn't even enjoy the tours. I couldn't, like, I think a lot of kids can relate to this. Like, you'll go on a tour of a school that's, like, one of the top in the country, you know? Yeah. Like, this is great. You're like, I know it's great. I'm not going to get in. Like, you know what I mean? don't get it like why aren't you excited and I'm like miss girl like I don't think you get it like I don't think you get it we're at NYU my dad is like wow wow this campus is nice I'm like yeah yeah it is nice like you know it's just like and like god bless them they just have no idea what's going on they don't um but they tried they did they they really did they've been very supportive of me throughout this entire process um so yeah I did that and then I I mean I started prepping I mean actual prep is in like trying to like choose my material and stuff I would say like the summer before I started like this past summer like before I started applications I mean here's the thing I think that I I mean I don't don't think I can warrant like giving advice that's another thing like everybody's process is so different and like Mm -hmm. you know like anybody who is either starting this or has been through this like you know you go to YouTube and you're like top 10 tips for college audition process they're like number one you will end up where you're supposed to be. And I'm like, my transfer friends would disagree. Like, you know, it's not, it's, it's, a, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be a hot mess, but like, mm. you just have to get through it. And I kind of knew that going into it. So I started like, I mean, I guess I started like picking my material and um, that was kind of like the first thing I started doing. And then you just have to do like the regular application process. Like, you know, you have a million essays to write. One good thing is that like when you're writing essays, most of the schools will ask like for an artistic essay, like, or something like major specific, but it's normally a question along the lines of like, why did you choose to pursue theater? Why did you choose Mm -hmm. to pursue musical theater? Like whatever it may be. 
And so I kind of just like copy and paste it and like kind of like put it together. You know what I mean? I made it Mm -hmm. work. But that was definitely a very stressful time as well because that's when you're filming pre-screens and like yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna get into <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna get into that like I like that is just I mean that's hell on earth and everybody knows it and this year as well like everybody has to film like a dance pre-screen like you know what I mean like, yeah. you, just have to, like you have to just choreograph it have it choreographed or choreograph it yourself but this year it being completely virtual all of the auditions I never had to travel I never had to do any of that which I don't know if that would have been better or worse like I'm going to be honest. I am a very, like, I love people. I'm a people person. And I love talking to people. I love talking in general. Look at me right now. I'm, like, rambling on and on. Like, I, I could go all day. But the thing is, I do, I'm also, like, very private. And I would say that I, I do have a lot of friends who are similar in this sense that this process obviously means a lot to everybody going through it. Like, you know, people who are involved in, like, music and theater, like, we feel, like, these things on a very personal level. Because it's, you know, it's a dream and it's something personal to us. And I think for some reason, this has nothing to do with it being virtual, but like people literally have no filter. That's like one thing I, that was probably not the worst part, but like one of the most difficult things to deal with during the process. Like, like when you were in high school and like you had like auditions for a show, like, I don't know who everybody else's like school or like community theaters or like professional theaters in their um, like area worked. But like, if I was up against like a role, like with one of my friends and I got it, like I would never call them and be like, Hey, I got this. Did you get it? You know what I mean? And like people literally do that. People that you don't even know kids who I had never met before. Like maybe like we'd like seen each other in like a virtual zoom or like, you know what I mean? Because it's Mm -hmm. virtual. So we're all seeing each other and don't get me wrong. Like I love meeting people and I've met so so many cool people like online during this process mm-hmm. but I would never ever think to dm somebody or like text somebody I, I have like really deep opinions on this and say hey did you get into this school somebody who I don't even know because like you know we all know mm-hmm. these people. I just think it is completely inappropriate I don't think I don't understand how somebody could think it is so that's something that's like one thing if I were to give like a single piece of advice even though I don't think anybody's really like warranted to give advice because like this process once again is so personal to everybody and I'm just going to be blunt stay in your lane and two if you feel uncomfortable with people asking you certain questions don't be afraid to stand up for yourself like I'm I'm very like you know I'm not afraid to say what I need to say but I think a lot of people were pressured into thinking like oh like I mean people are crazy they'll literally ask you like like what schools did you pass pre-screens at like send me your list and I'm like, Miss, what? Like, once again, people who you don't even know, like talking to your friends and family about it is different. And some people are more open. So like, if you if you meet somebody like, like, let's say like when auditions are back in person, and like, you want to have that discussion, that's fine. But people wouldn't even say like, if you're comfortable sharing, like, what's mm-hmm. your top school? Like, you know what I mean? Like, even questions like that, that people ask all the time, like, what's your top school? I don't know, I just think it's not appropriate to ask somebody that you don't even know. Because we all know how daunting like this process is and how like, how much it's putting us through. Like the last thing you want to do is like, I don't know, like give out information that like, you're like self-conscious about like if you like you didn't pass a particular pre-screen like you know what mm-hmm. I mean like, it's just a little much so I especially would- when you're going through it like in that moment I mean these people are asking and this is not even particular like now that I think about it this is probably even more so an issue because everyone is like on social media 24 7 and they're all looking left and right and the comparison game is really strong um and even when I was going through the process normally um it was like insane like people at auditions for programs were asking questions about other programs and asking did you get in here did you get in here and and the parents were the same way and it's just 
It's a lot. It's it's something to be aware of when you go through the process for sure. Like if you were to give advice, that's great advice because it's something that you have to be aware of, but it's also like that doesn't really stop even even in the professional world. It just doesn't. So Yeah, yeah. People you know. are nosy. People have no <laughs> literally they don't. true. I'm like, Miss Girl, like I like like literally somebody who like I don't even know will like mess and they're like, Did you get into this school? I'm like, Miss Girl, what's your name? <laughs> And like, once again, like, I love, like, I love that I've gotten to meet so many people and I love talking to people about like all this kinds of stuff. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just feels like people are like using you, not using you, but like all they want to know is like where everybody got in. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, I, I don't know. I just think it's inappropriate. So talk to me now. Let's, let's just switch gears for a little bit since you're still in the process of, of figuring out, we won't, we won't touch on college auditions anymore just to be um, respectful of your privacy there. But <laughs> I'm, I'm curious I'm curious how, like, let's talk about the TikTok. Let's talk about the early modern Molly. Tell me about, like, your experience on this app. When did you download it? Like, what's up? Okay. I don't even know when I downloaded it. I Literally, like, I don't even know. I want to say that summer 2019. Oh, I got wow. Back, I got She's back, an early one. I'm mm-hmm. an early one. Mm-hmm. I got back from camp. I go to Stage Door Manor. Yes, we shameless, love. Shameless plug. Stage Door. <laughs> Um, I get back from camp. I am in a deep bout of like depression. I'm like, what is life? Like, you know, like anybody who goes to sleepaway camp, like y'all know, like you get back to your house, like this is disgusting. I hate everything. <laughs> Where's my bunk? Like, I'm not having it. And, like, I've been going since I was a little child. So like, I'm like, I'm fully like, you know, this happens every year. <laughs> and so, and I was like, you know, I'm on like FaceTime with all my camp friends every single day. And I downloaded the app and I started making like little like camp TikToks and like I made them private like I didn't actually post them on the app I would just say yeah. and I would send them to my group chats and my friends were like Molly like the fuck like what are you on right now like it was just <laughs> like you know and then I want to say that I honestly like I never had like one big video that like started like m- like my getting views on like or like that like catapulted like my account to start yeah. getting views um I want to say that I posted like a video that got like 10,000 views and I can't even remember what it was but it's like way back I'm like early in my account and I was like all right I'm famous like there it is guys <laughs> like I'm like it's happening it's happening for me and um I, I posted like a couple of those I can't even remember if they were theater related or not I think like the algorithm just happened to pick them up mm-hmm. like I literally can't even remember what they were about and then I want to say the first video I did that got like over like a hundred thousand views was um the different types of theater girls I posted that like Oh my God. I want to say like March or like even early, like January, 2020, I want to say like before COVID. And it was like, I talked about how like, there's only like four types of like theater girls. And then I did like boys as well. And I want to say that was like the first video that got like a few hundred thousand views. And then like, I don't know. And then I just like kept making like videos since then. I didn't do like skits. I used to just use like TikTok noises and like theatery. Like, and I would just like, relate them to like things that we like experience like in musical theater but like and then I started doing like the skits which is what I say like anybody who like has seen my videos like that's probably what they've seen I would say because they tend to get more views uh yeah so that's pretty much it it's not that interesting if I'm being honest (laughs) well talk to me about like your process I I guess I have written an idea down before but like I don't have like a notes app of ideas like that's not a thing like I literally Sometimes I'll have like an idea in the back of my mind and I'll kind of just sit on it for a few days. I'm also like, I, when I need to do something, like I have to do it. So like, yeah, I had like an idea. I can't even remember what it was, but let's say like, 
I'll use like, like I did one about like a costume designer once. This was like months ago. And I had this idea like in the back of my head. And I was like, oh, I'll do it eventually. I'll do it eventually. And like one day I wake up, I'm like, Jesus, I need to do this. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and sometimes like the, the longer skits will take me a long time, not that long to film, but like, you know, they'll take me like 30 or 45 minutes because I keep doing it until I feel like the timing is right. Because I feel like the yeah. time is the most important thing. Um, and like, I will literally just like be in my room, like cursing myself out because I'm like, that wasn't funny. That wasn't good. That wasn't good. Fun. Like, and my family's like the fuck, like, what is she doing? I'm in here all day talking to myself. Like, it's honestly ridiculous. Um, so that's my process. Yeah. It's me standing by the same freaking window that I've been filming at for a year, just yelling at myself <laughs> until I get it right. We love, we love good lighting though. We, we love, love the window light. I literally feel your pain. I'll be in my room and I'll just like, I, lately I've been doing impressions on, right? on the app and I'll literally just start singing like Patti Lapone, but for like an hour, like far too long. And my yeah. whole family is like, what's going on in there? Like, who is she? But I think that's so funny. I mean, everyone's process is different. Like, do you find that most of what you do is just super improv? Oh my God, totally. I will. Yeah. Like every, I will say like when I think of an idea for like a longer skit, sometimes I will, like I'll think of like the concept. I'm like, mm, that could be funny. And then I'll think of like a few one-liners that like, I'm like, okay, then that's like good enough to do. Like that's good enough to film. And I'll like try to spread them out. But other than that, like when I press film, like I don't even know what I'm going to say. Like, it, like I, I don't like script it out. I don't plan it. Like I, I, whatever comes out, comes out. And I think maybe that's like why it's been working for me. Cause like they're so hectic and chaotic that like <laughs> people, I don't know, maybe that's why people like them. But I, I'll be honest. Like I normally like when I watch it through, cause a lot of times like I will do like a bunch of clips and then I'll watch it through the end. And like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going to, what this is going to look like. I don't know what this is gonna be. Uh, so yeah. So, so we were talking a little bit briefly before this, but I know that one of the things you were concerned about was when you were making some of these videos, um, <laughs> you were in the process of auditioning for colleges and not only were you making videos that were funny and about like theater kid things, like you also were talking about these college programs <laughs> in the best way possible. So tell me, like, did anyone recognize you from these videos? Um, I mean... I did like a two videos a few months ago and they were like <laughs> college musical theater programs as people because we all have kind of like these preconceived notions or if we attended like if my friend to like attend like the programs that I included because most of them are like pretty like large name programs mm -hmm. we all have kind of like these preconceived notions about like the type you know in quotes that this program looks for like the type of person who goes there and I was like honestly like the, the best way to do it would be to like Per, like put them into like a persona like you know what I mean like give them like like um a, a personality whatever yeah and so I, I did that and like all my <laughs> friends who like went to these schools are people who graduated from these programs like okay this is so spot on like how is this so spot on <laughs> <laughs> and so I made another one of them and then I made like another one recently and I remember when I was posting them I mean like I like could have gone so brutal with them, not because I not because I don't love all the programs like that I made, but, but like just because people, you know, once again, people have these like preconceived notions about these programs. Like I, this could be like so brutal and so funny, but I'm like I'm not gonna do that. I'm like I'm gonna keep it pretty light. I'm gonna keep it pretty <laughs> funny and like quirky and hopefully not offensive. Like that was the goal. Mm -hmm. And so most of the time, like when I would go into these virtual auditions, once again, all my auditions were virtual. Sometimes there would be like an information session or like a separate like group zoom before you went into the actual audition zoom mm -hmm. with all of the auditionees so sometimes like you know when I was there with a bunch of other kids my age sometimes somebody would like message me like be like oh like I've seen you on TikTok I'm like thank you thank you so much and like it, that was so cool and but I never thought that like 
a panel, like an audition panel would have seen me on the app. Hmm. Because most of the people who, you know, most of my followers are kind of my age, like, or even a little bit younger. Like, you know, they're all around high school or like early college age. But there was one audition where I went <laughs> in and they, the, the first thing they said to me is, you're that girl from TikTok. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just, I didn't actually say that, but in my mind, I was like panicking. I'm like, what do I do? Like, do I run? Do I close the laptop? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and they were like, and it, they were one of the schools that I had included in like the initial, um, like musical theater programs as people video. And they were like, your depiction of us was very accurate. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Thanks, King. I was like, what? And I mean, they thought it was so funny. Like they, they were like really lighthearted about it. And once again, like nothing I said in any of the videos was like, or I didn't think it was offensive. They were they were literally just a little skit. Like, they were just funny. Um, but, like, I had mentioned this before, but, like I said, I do MTCA. And, like, <laughs> one of, like, the heads of that program, I remember when I first posted those videos, he had texted me, I think. Or, like, he said it on a Zoom, and he was like, Molly, I saw those TikToks you made. That was pretty ambitious, considering you're auditioning at those schools. And I was like, you know what? Like, maybe it'll – maybe if they see it, it'll add some spice to my audition. Maybe I'll get to see mm-hmm. my personality. I don't know. Like once they were up and people thought they were funny, I was like, you know, it 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 is what it is. And once again, like I don't think I said anything that was offensive or bad. Like it was, you know, it was it was just for fun. Isn't that the thing though with comedy is like it can be very hit or miss. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna be, <laughs> if you're gonna be like aggressive with it, then you have to know, like, yes, there will be repercussions if it's not perceived that way. Yeah. But also, it can be awesome like that's just the risk that you take when you post those videos but my question for you is like since you've been on the app now for some time and and you know you know of like you're aware of the content that does better than others Mm. you know for for someone who like for an actor let's say that you know a lot of people have been telling actors to pick up tiktok or to to get on social media now because because so much of what we do is virtual. Yeah. Um, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's who's just starting on the app and is looking to create content there? I mean, I would say, and this is going to sound like I I I don't I'm not like a content creator like I'm not that at all I'm literally a kid who sits in my bedroom and makes videos who happens to get views sometimes like you know what I mean and I think like once again like I only had the app for a little bit before I started making videos and I really didn't use the app like I, I would scroll through it every once in a while this is before it got really popular like this was pre-covid and pre-quarantine um but I would say like a lot of people now like use the app and just want to get views and like go viral because it is so easy to go viral on TikTok but I would say like if you're like an actor and you're trying to don't download the app for that the app is can be so much fun it really can like I would say like follow people who you like their content and then just start putting things out that you're proud of whatever that may be I mean I've met so many uh, so many great friends in the app I have so many mutuals that I'm like really good friends with now And that's my favorite part about it. It's not the fact that I get, like, good views on a video. Mm -hmm. So I would say if you're going into it, like, just use it for fun. Like, I once again, like, I understand that kind of unfortunately, like, we, like, working actors now, like, do have this pressure to have a presence on social media because that is such, like, a, a positive thing to, like, a lot of people, like, in an audition room for some reason. But... I don't know, like there's, you can't read the algorithm. You cannot make yourself gain followers and get good views. Like just once again, like just put stuff out that you think is funny. Like if I'm being honest, like that's, that's how I started getting (laughs) views in the first place. Like if I stopped getting them, whatever, like I still like, I crack myself up. Like in my room, I'm like, damn, that was funny. And I put it out and like it gets 10 (laughs) views. I'm like, well, you know what I mean? Like 
it is what it is. So I would say just don't put your pressure on yourself and just, I don't know, like make whatever you want. It's just, it's just for fun. It's just like a silly little app. It doesn't really matter in the end. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that social media for the most part is transitioning into more authentic anyway and totally. less curated and pretty. And yeah. I think that that has a lot to do with TikTok. But yeah. I think there's just so much, there's so much free reign there and there's so much uh, possibility there in that app that, you know, ultimately it's just, it's fun. And you make good friendships and who knows, Molly, I, I have a feeling that someone's going to see one of these videos and contact you to be in a show or, or to at least, you know, like you never know what, yeah. what this content can do. And I think that's just really exciting. That's the exciting part yeah. of, of social media, I think. Totally. But I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time. And um, I look forward to hopefully working with you someday soon, Molly. Yes, thank you so much.